Hey y'all, good morning. It's time for another episode of Sympathy with Joey and Marie. <laughs> Season 5, episode 3. We back at it again. Uh, follow us at Joey Bravo 208. Or Leah Marie 208. Or Sipping Tea with Joey and Marie. Brand new episode, and we got lots to talk about because one of our favorite shows is making a comeback. Yes, Ted Lasso, it's on its way back. After how many years? I know, <laughs> and we're ready for this show, man. We're ready like spaghetti. Also, we got to talk about the brand new trailer for for Scream. Ooh. Ooh. This looks good. Anxiety levels through the roof. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, obviously, we got to talk about the 90s show. It is the new version, the spinoff of the 70s show. Oh, yeah. And we have a lot to say about this. We have lots to say about <laughs> this. And my man Flo Rider won a uh, battle with uh, Celsius. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What is it exactly? Well, you might not have known about this, but let me tell you, Florida or Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got it. He got what was coming to him. That's for sure. We're going to get into all of that. Plus, I got a new book for you to, you know, get yourself into and some new jams to vibe to and a lot more with today's episode of Sippin' Tea with Joey and Marie. Fran, fran, fran. Yeah, let's That's go. Like, you know? Let's go. But it's like, fran, fran, fran. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, um, you got me into this show. Uh, I, Your mom and I, we we love to watch soccer. You know, yeah. Or football. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect. Yeah. Uh, football. <laughs> so, we watch football and... um. This show is about that. It's about this guy uh, who's uh, an American coach, a football mm-hmm. coach football at that, coach, yeah. and has never uh, taught football, you know? And so he goes to, uh, what is it? Uh, he goes to England, to I England. believe. Yeah. And so um, back in England, there is a woman named Rebecca, and her, her and her husband got divorced because he cheated on her. So she got ownership of the soccer team. And the one thing that she knew he loved was his soccer team. So she wanted to do everything she could to destroy it. So she thought to herself, well, if I get this football coach from America to like completely like make this all fall apart, like this is my payback to my husband. And so this whole show is based off of this Rebecca's getting Ted Lasso to like pretty much demolish yeah, it. Yeah, destroy this team. But at the end of it, it's not really demolished. If anything, it flourished 10 times more than what it was in the beginning. And so if you haven't watched the show, it's on Apple Plus TV. I think you guys should watch it because it's worth getting Apple TV. So, yeah, that. it's so worth it. Like I, I at the time, and I just watched it last year, right? And so because it came out in 2021, and everyone kept talking about it and talking about it. And I'm like, hey, what's like the biggest hype? I mean, it had a good cast, but like, what was like the big thing? And so after watching, like, it probably took me two days to watch it all, and I was like, man, this is a really good show. I love the chemistry with the soccer team yes. um, because everyone's personality is so different, but it just blends so well. And they got somebody from everywhere. Yeah, they, like my from favorite, Mexico. From Mexico. Yeah, yeah. my my boy from Mexico. He's my favorite one uh, but what's really interesting is you know within the first season they introduce um, a character that is kind of like the water boy and that's Nathan Shelley and Nathan Shelley is like this innocent guy and Ted Lasso takes him under his wing and spoiler, takes care of spoiler him. alert though yeah right. takes care of him right and tells him hey I believe in you like you are going to be part of our team our family and you know in the sense net like Nathan feels like oh man someone actually is like actually caring yeah, about me him, yeah. yeah caring about me not like putting me on the side so throughout these two seasons you know he starts to get a little too too involved into it and gets a little jealous a little too comfortable a little too comfortable because Roy, he thinks he's a big shot yeah so Rory is one of the soccer of uh, the, the football um 
players, but he ends up retiring because he's getting older and his knee can't really do it anymore. So Roy ends up becoming like one of the assistant coaches, and Nathan doesn't like that because he wanted to be like this guy that people looked up to. And so within the end of second season, he gets so like upset because like nobody cares about him, and he becomes a prick, honestly, to me. He does. And he ends up joining Rebecca's husband's team to coach them. Yeah, and that's kind of where it and leads off. And that's where it leads off to. And so after that, like, what a cliffhanger. And for second of all, he is one of my most hated characters in TV. To me, he's yeah, added to my list. Well, it's, you know, and it's, it, what's <laughs> messed up about this is that I've met many, many people that yeah. are like that. Yeah. I've mentored a lot of people, and not not that I'm trying to toot my own horn or nothing like that, but no. I mean, I, but you know, you've I, seen that change. Yeah, but I've of seen that change. And like get a little too, like, oh, I can really do this. And yeah. there's, there's a difference of growing yeah. and learning how to use that versus you just being a prick about it. Yeah, and there's some, some people that just are ready to shit on you. Yeah. That's it. And you know what so I mean? So with the ending of that, I was just so upset. Like, I was cursing. Like, I like you guys, I tell you guys all the time, <laughs> I'm not like a big cursor, but I curse the crap out of that show because I was just so aggravated. And so with this upcoming season that is now finally being released in spring, um, uh, this year, they haven't said a day yet, but they're like, rest assured, it is coming in spring because with COVID, especially over there in England, it was a little bit different and it took forever to kind of get this um, show filmed completely. And then, of course, the actor who plays uh, Ted Lasso, which is Jason, he was going through his divorce with Olivia Wilde. And so that was just like another thing. Uh, but with this show, I'm really excited to see where this is going to lead off to. Now, this is the final season. They did make that very clear. But with this being the final season, they are potentially going to do um, spinoffs. And I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Because There's some good characters. I truly agree with one of the writers. He's like, you know, with Ted Lasso, like his character story is coming to an end. Like he got divorced, you know, he was in some real crap and now he's flourishing as, you know, this so- this soccer coach. But they're like, what else is it to it? Like there's yeah. not much. He did his time in his life. He's yeah. ready to kind of, you know, flourish off. And so I would love to see them do a spinoff. Um, one of my favorite characters is actually... Uh, What's his name? Sam. So Sam Shesalana, he's like one of the uh, the players. And I really like him because his chemistry with Rebecca. Now, if you guys haven't seen this, that's going to be your favorite couple of the season is uh, Sam and Rebecca. Well, you can't be telling them everything. Some, pe- some people haven't her. seen this show it's, yet. I'm sorry. It's been two years. If you've not seen this show or even seen clips on your TikTok, I don't know what you're Well, doing. you know what? Even if you've heard some of this stuff and some of these spoilers, trust me, the show is well worth the watch. It is really good. Like yeah. the character character development is on point. It's so good. I mean, good. Jason Sudeikis as, as the... the the main guy, uh, Ted Lasso. You just fall in really love with good. his character. Yeah, you do. Because you do. he is such an underdog, and so you like root for him too. And like, he's always just in a in, in, in I a mean, good mood. In a good but, mood, but no the, matter how much he gets kicked down. But the best part of this show was how Deep did an insight of mental health. Yes. Because he dealt with a lot of anxiety, and especially when he got divorced, like that was another thing toppled on. And so like I thought it was like really good insight to see, you know, especially as a male, kind of what that looks like because he was the kind of person that I had to like be happy. I had to keep this going yeah. because if you don't keep this going it's going to have an effect on everyone else around me and I can't let that happen that's true and so it's a really good uplifting show but I'm definitely ready to see like Ted Lasso I want him to actually I want Roy to punch Nathan oh, yeah. I want him well, this is the final to punch season, him right? in his face yes this is going to be the I final punch season him in his face because Roy is so aggressive and I just want to Give him a good punch. That's where I hope to see in this new season. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, let's go, man. Ted Lasso, Apple TV. Make sure you check it out. Start streaming it today. Now, we got to talk about uh, Scream. Mm-hmm. Scream 5, right? Yes. Scream 5 um, just dropped. Or Scream 6. 6. That's six, right. Scream yeah. 6 just dropped a brand new trailer. 
uh, for uh, their their new version of Scream. Now we already uh, have met the new cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olivia or not Olivia? Jenna, uh, Jenna Ortega. Ortega is mm-hmm. one of the ones. I, I, if you don't know who she is, obviously she's from Wednesday. Yeah. Um. So this girl is like killing it right now. Yes. You know what I mean? And uh, she is moving along now to New York. Mm-hmm. And I like sister. this. I like this because now there's a new scenery. There's mm-hmm. new scenery. There's a new area for this killer to go wild. Who and is it going to yeah, be? Yeah. Though? Well, and well, that's like the best part is like they the next like for them to be like you know we got to get out of this town we got to mm-hmm. pick something else you pick the most scariest anxiety leveled place out of the freaking whole world and it's New York New York and I already hate New York so hey I shout out know, to my peeps the hip hop advocates right yeah <laughs> I, I just know yeah like no diss to you guys but mm-hmm. I absolutely hate New York and so the fact that there's a scary movie that's going to be revolving especially something like that where you don't know who the killer is going to be because this city is so freaking huge that's like the best part of this and I'm really excited for it but also too like this guy's not just stabbing anymore like the guy got a gun yeah this got a shotgun he's wilding like, out he's, he's wilding, wilding out. out so yeah. I'm very intrigued to see who is going to be the killer well based on the trailer this is this is mm-hmm. my theory my theory on the trailer is that it has something to do with um, the the reporter what's her name again I forgot her name. Uh, well Courtney Cox yeah Courtney Cox yeah. but what's her name in the... I can't remember her okay, name okay well Courtney Cox's character I almost feel like Courtney Cox has something to do with this yeah because uh, Dewey got killed. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and you know what? Yeah. I knew Dewey was going to die in, this, in the last one. Like, I knew it was coming. But, like, I was not ready for when the scene actually happened. Like, well, that, I was sobbing. Oh, I know. And it was terrible. And <laughs> she tells him, like, you know, you're good enough. Like, you're like you're worth everything. And he's, like, bleeding out. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. That well, that's what I mean is what I think that's kind of messed up is I think that she kind of, like, lost it. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking, that she kind of has lost it because Dewey's gone now. Like, like literally, he's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so now she's just like, you know what? It's it's these kids' fault. Yeah. Gail Weathers. You know what I mean? Name. Yeah, Gail yeah, Weathers. Gail so Weathers. I think that she's almost blaming them for this. So this is my theory uh-huh. that she has something to do with it. That would be very interesting because of course, like because it would be one of the, the OG, OG characters. Yeah, OG characters. And they would cut co- her off. Yeah. And then like because if they were to continue pursuing this, you know, this. I hope I didn't just spoil a movie for you. Right. But that's like, what I'm just it's thinking. It's already the end of it. Yeah. Well, then what? What you know with this too, like. So Billy Loomis, you know, his daughter, you know, obviously she's in this, you know, this film and she releases that secret. The last movie is that she is his son or his daughter. But like even with her, like she in the trailer, she's like, I have killer instincts or blah, blah, blah. I still don't think it would be her. I don't think so because it would be too obvious. That'd be too obvious. But one of my favorite things about this is the return of another character, which is Kirby. And I loved Kirby from Scream 4. She's from uh, Heroes, right? Yeah, she's from Heroes. Hayden Pant. I can't remember Peyton, her like yeah, Peyton or something like Peyton, that. Yeah. Um, but she was my favorite character in Scream Four because she was such like su- such a movie fanatic and she like kicked ass and stuff like that. And so when she like when she got stabbed by her boyfriend, I was like, oh dang! Like hopefully she doesn't die. And she didn't die. But at the same time, I'm like, I would imagine they would bring her character back because she was a pretty like involved character, character in huh? this. So for the fact that she's coming back in the New York one, I do like that. Now when we watch the Halloween movies, they were bringing OG characters. They would just kill them off right away. And at least with these last two movies that they brought the OG characters, they're actually letting them be a part of this movie. Yeah, and not just like a cameo they when they get killed. If Kirby dies, okay, Kirby dies. I'll be sad, of course. But at least they'll give her good you know, involvement of the movie before they kill her off. Because yeah. with Halloween, I was like, oh, all these OG characters. And then they just like die. And no, I'm like, that, that is, is so pointless. You so what's up with Sydney? Is Sydney going to come back? Do you know? Have you heard? No, she is not coming back at all. Straight um, up, not because, coming back. Well, because she's not, she wasn't going to get paid for what she was worth. Oh. And that was always like the biggest Well, I do remember issue. this, but you know how they always make up some stuff yeah. and then all of a sudden they come no, up? No, she was just like, she put her foot down. Like even when she came back from this last film, she's like, I want to get paid for what I'm worth because... 
I mean, she did build that franchise. She, you yeah, know, she was true. Sydney Prescott. And so Hello, to you Sydney. not paying the person who kind of led this franchise, that's really odd. And they kind of were like, well, we're still not going to pay you this amount of money. Now, who's to say, I don't know how much money she wanted. Maybe it was a little too ridiculous that they're like, sorry, we just can't do that. Or it was just more like, no, we're not going to pay you. Yeah. And uh, honestly, in all reality, uh, with uh, Jenna Ortega being such a huge star mm-hmm. right now, like she has the pool oh, yeah. to bring this this no, uh, sure. screen to a new but generation. But I've also heard with Neve Campbell, like she's always kind of been a little bit difficult to work with. Yeah. Um, and so like- I had such a big crush on her when I was young. Oh, well, she was like, you know, the star she's back then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but who knows? I mean, with Sydney Prescott's character, there's not much to it anymore to me personally. Like, even yeah, with it's kind of like one, done for, right? Yeah, yeah. Even with the last one, I'm like, she, I think she just kind of gave the torch over uh-huh. to the sisters now. Like, hey, this, now you're the one that- I do like the chemistry of the two. Mm-hmm. They, they honestly, look like they could be sisters oh 100 you know? but it was a very good the last one was definitely very intensely gory and so i can only imagine with this newer one coming out um that your theory be, on the yeah. killer uh, theory on the killer i don't know because when you mentioned um gail that's a very good like that's well very because good. you know how they're looking they're making it seem in the preview like she's gonna get killed yeah it's it looks like it i mean if you haven't seen the preview just look it up everybody's yeah. seen it but um look up the preview and it looks like she's gonna get killed now i would look into that theory person myself because the possibility of her actually supposedly you know wink wink getting killed yeah and then she comes back you know Ra- no, wrapped around and be fair. like, you know what, y'all freaking, y'all killed my my or, man. Yeah, well then, my also, heart. You also, know? too, she could have just had a mental breakdown. Yeah, and maybe she she, you know, like in those movies where they're like they they know who it is, but I, actually it's them, and they just get into like this. Yes, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think she could have lost it. Yeah, after after Dewey's death, so to the point where she's just like. I'm gonna get these yeah, guys, and I'm now, but she's it. so skilled at knowing all this stuff that because she she's a reporter, and she's such a what investigative reporter. Well, of we'll sorts. see uh, March 10th, and yes. that's where I'll be at to kickstart my Bachelor weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Scream, guys. One question for you though: <laughs> Do you like scary movies? You know what I like? <laughs> I like the new that 90s show. Oh, that was so good! Hello, Wisconsin. Yes, I I saw a lot of hate towards this. And I was very sad because I that doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Bo- it doesn't bother me. Like I still watch it all because I'm like, you know, it's my opinion. My opinion. Uh, but I loved it. I thought it was so good. Just the nostalgic, especially with the first episode. I got very emotional with the first episode because I'm like, dang, all these people like they they're all older now. Yeah, Red clearly. and Kitty. Yeah, Red, yeah. Red and Kitty, like older, but like it just was so cute to see Red. Like always, he, he you know he always want to put someone's you know his foot up someone's ass. But like <laughs> with this season, you've seen him be a grandpa. Yeah. Like and even though he's he, a little aggressive, but he's but he's still but, but you could he's still a see more laid back. And yeah. he reminds me so much of my best friend's dad, um, of my best friend Alicia, which she was on the show. Oh, Ray, at one big point. Ray. Yeah, Big Ray. It reminds me a Shout lot like Ray. him because with all the grandkids and stuff like that, he tries to be he, me. He Soft, He's you can a see little a soft spot, okay? Hmm. But it was just a good show, and I think it was so iconic to name um, Donna. Donna's uh, daughter is Leia, hmm. based off of Star Wars and yeah. stuff. But it was really interesting just to see the cast at least kind of get involved with that first episode, and then obviously they're not. You know, they're I wonder if her, real, her middle name really is Tatooine. Leia Tatooine. Probably. I would believe it. Like, I'm it's sorry, so but like, yeah. guess who made those kids? Like, Donna yeah. didn't make that decision. Like, it's, it's really good. You know, and this is what, what I want to be speak on the generation, me, mm-hmm. you know, my generation, because we grew up watching this show and we love the show. And a lot of us are like, you know, just love this show so much that we're going to be salty. Some yeah. people are going to be salty. So I think that's where the saltiness is coming from because people don't want to take the time to learn the new characters. But obviously, with a- every generation, things change, right? Yeah. And so the way they, 
I think they put it together and made it, uh, you know, run so smooth and so cohesively. Yes, I admit that when I first met the group of kids, I was like, huh, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I was a little, huh. But at the same time, I was like, no, I want to be open to this. I want to be open to the entertainment of this show. And so little by little, I started liking them more and more and more to the point where I really loved um uh, the little little chunky dude, the the big oh, chunky Ozzie. dude. That, yeah, I, li- well, I love. So there's Oz, so there's Ozzy, Nate, Nikki, Gwen, mm. and Jay. Yeah, and so this is you know the crew including um Leia, and so Ozzy. Ozzy's is, my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Ozzy, the sass in that man. Yeah. I'm like respect because like <laughs> so he don't funny. care, he don't care at all. And Gwen and Nate are um, brother and sister, and so the mom honestly, I I enjoyed the mom. Yeah, I think it was, was a funny. good like for the adults side aspect. Yep. Like it was a good. Had a new character. In. In yeah, there, yeah. had a new character. Um, but just. To me, it was really exciting and fun to even imagine Eric Foreman having a daughter and how he would be as a father. And it is this just, perfect. Yeah, and it is just as cringy as you would think so mm-hmm. because it's like this guy is such a nerd and even as old as he is now, he's still the same nerd that was going to take his daughter to a space camp for the summer and instead she's like, I'm going to stay in Wisconsin for mm-hmm. the summertime and just like live life. I <laughs> know, uh, but you get to see a lot of the characters. We don't want to tell you exactly because mm-hmm. it's still pretty fresh, but there's a lot of the characters that return uh, from the old from yeah. the old show to the new show, and the way they put them on there is perfect. It is perfect, perfect. placement. It's I think. like it's I like obviously you know going back to what you said that like people want this whole crew to come back. Yes, I wanted the same thing too, but at the same time, I'm like no, like they needed to be here briefly, and that is it. Because yeah, just to introduce the, the new cast yeah, because this is the main focus now is this group of kids that you know are going to develop these relationships and friendships and whatnot. Um, but I love everything about it because. A lot of it's like now kind of going into my times. Mm-hmm. And so I'm remembering a lot of these things. And so it's just, it was a very fun show. I think it's really, it's definitely good to watch. Yeah. And then, and then the OG, the OG people like myself get to still have, yeah, get to still have, nostalgic have uh, yeah, into Kitty that. and Red in there. Yeah. And it's the same house, same house, same, same look, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so good. And then Kitty, I just absolutely love Kitty. Like mm-hmm. I truly adore her. I just love her little positivity and just like it's so cool. So to see her kind of deal with these situations because obviously, like, like they had a daughter, but they never dialed in on how they kind of raised their daughter. Mm. And so it's like they're using how kind of what they can do with their granddaughter now. Exactly. I Personally, my favorite episode was episode five. And I mm-hmm. told you why. And it was just such a good episode. And it really was a really good connection between the, the, the new generation and the mm-hmm. older generation and how we could, uh, you know, just you know, coexist mm-hmm. in a sense. And I think that was kind of the symbolism behind that episode for yeah. me. Because being an older person, I like I could understand the, the you know, the how they were trying to connect the two. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was really cool, man. And like I said, every character I like, but the beginning of it I was still a little iffy, but by at least the third I was warming up. Oh yeah. Especially by the end, I loved every character. Oh, yeah. My well, favorite I, was Nate and Nazi were my yeah, favorite. I though. just love Leia. I love how nerdy because she's still she's trying to be cool like her mom. Like cause Donna was pretty chill yeah, yeah. but she has the dorkiness of her father a former yeah like no matter what she does it's just like yeah. it's never ending like girl why would you do that like why would you do that and so i think it was a very good show i'm excited to see when they make the next season um just to kind of see how these kids where they're at and stuff and even seeing maybe if they do involve the, the old cast again how they will incorporate that for sure okay. well what's, what's weird about it to me is watching the show and 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 really 
knowing all this stuff that was because I was a teenager mm-hmm. at the same time that this group of of kids are were teenagers, yeah. right? So like watching the show, I'm like, I remember every single yeah. one of these funny little things. Even the thing with the hand, which yes. is really weird, but yeah. I'm just saying, I was like, why would we do that? It was so stupid. I was like, <laughs> no, but, it's but a good I, show. Yeah, there's so many funny things in this show that I thoroughly enjoy enjoy it and obviously it's you know it's a call back to the 90s and it's one of my, my favorite shows the 70s show so you put those together yeah and to me it's just a great show just watch it for for what it is for enjoyment and for mm-hmm. entertainment and really just a fun way of seeing two generations meet yeah that's what sure. i think man so check it out welcome to my house maybe but that's pretty much the only song I yeah, remember. You know, and then low low right yeah low low yeah that is flow rider yeah right? that is flow rider yeah you know what he had so many songs in the 2000s flow rider was the man oh like yes. there was jam after jam after jam and every time when i was djing at clubs it was always a float ride a jam that would get people pumped, man. Yeah. People get wild. I just, over the longest time, I never, like, it never thought to my head that, like, Flo Rida, he put it together from Florida. Yeah, Florida. Like, that, that was really what blew my mind at the time. He was, you know, in his prime time was, I'm like, Flo Rida. And I would say it and say it, and you're the one, you're like, it's Florida. And I'm like, and I look at it and I write That's it. That's so like, creative. That's so freaking creative. Like, no doubt. And I'm like, man, this got good. But he's also a very smart businessman, too. Like, this guy has produced music. You know, he's written for music, collaborate with other people. And so the My House, since you started with that, you know they actually used that song to promote the Celsius energy drink at the time that it had launched. Oh. And when the time that was occurring, they reached out to Flo Rida because he still was in his prime during that era. They were like, hey, like, let's, you know, let's collab. Let's get you to kind of promote our brand and we'll give you a certain percentage of course obviously right and so from 2014 all the way to 2018 they used his music blah 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 during that time though they didn't like help him out like they completely lied to him and said they were going to get all these promises and never brought those promises up and so Flowride is like I'm not going to forget that like that's four years that y'all use me and you could pretend that didn't happen so Flowride just recently got awarded 82.6 million after winning a lawsuit against that the much? energy drink company Celsius holy moly 82.6 million that's a lot of numbers right there I say hot damn it's <laughs> a, a hot damn number because back in May oh 2021 God. um Flo Rida had you know obviously um said that in May 2021 claiming that the company had violated the conditions of an endorsement deal that of course ran between that time frame now the South Florida jury had found Celsius gu- guilty of breaching the deal but they also found that the brand had hidden information from Flow Rider they refused to give him any information about during that time kind of what the numbers were at yeah, and so shady. forth alright so according to the civil complaint that Flow Rider had played an instrumental part in launching a new era for the company's brand development growth and expansion and also helped introduce Celsius to millions around the world Flow's Legal's team claimed that he was not compensated in the form of promised houses, oh, not houses, bonuses and stocks for his work. And so he was um, supposed to be promised a dollar per share, like, you know, during this time. And then clearly that didn't come out to, but 82.6 million. Damn, that's a lot of that's money. That's a lot of freaking money. And they he, made that much money, huh? He was also promised 1% of ownership, which he wow. didn't get that either. And Celsius, now, Celsius is a very popular energy drink till this day right now because you have Bing and you have Celsius. They say Celsius is a healthier version. It is not. They're about just as crappy yeah, as any it's could an be. energy drink, you know? Um, I tried them. They're not bad. I'll, I drink Bang them is now. too much. Bang, Ooh. you're going to get a heart attack. I, I, and well, you I will. felt like I was going to yeah, get a heart attack. You will. According that. to doctors, do not recommend drinking that but it's just one of those things that like this guy spent four years 
helping this brand and to get nothing out of it and then yeah. for them to be like mm, brush you off like, like you ain't nothing I'm gonna get mine I'm gonna get mine oh, yeah. like I'm sorry but like you guys probably thought like Florida wasn't gonna come at you guys like it's just like you're like a West. guy that names himself Flo, Flo- Rida yeah. after ha, Florida ha ha, ha 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 this guy ain't smart he could never and guess mm-hmm. what he did mm-hmm. for apparently he was 82.6 million Dang. but it's just like Kanye that's West that's not jump change that's right? a good amount of money just like Kanye West like something like if these brands kind of screw him over like he's gonna come at them like you cannot you cannot avoid these celebrities Everybody's thinking that they're just going to brush it off, especially when you promise 1% ownership of the company. That's a really big thing for you to just brush off. Yeah, man, that's wild. Well, I'm glad he got his. He deserves it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Kanye West, I have to bring this up because I don't ever remember hearing this, but I (laughs) I read this article and it really just, you know, really grinded my gears. And I was like, why did I back up this dude for so long until just recently? (laughs) And I was like, man, this dude pisses me off like left and right. It's like, I don't even know. I can't even tell you. I, I, I guess... The college dropout, is it, was it that monumental? Yes, it was. Maybe that's why I still have a soft spot in my heart for Kanye West. I have West. that on vinyl. But yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing, man, is that I read an article, and yes, it's true. It's quoted from this fool saying that Tupac is one of the most overrated rappers of all time. He said that? He said that. So when they told him, I can't remember what album it was, but it was still you know a few albums back. They were saying, uh, man, this is a really good album. It reminds me of... Uh, uh, strictly from N-I-G-G-A's, you know, yeah. uh, uh, the, the the Tupac album. He says, how are you going to compare me to Tupac? Be like, Tupac, like, what? what? He he was an actor. He made movies. What? Juice? Above the Rim? Like, he, he, you know, he was just, he was just some, he was just some guy. He goes, I, I'm a musician. I make, I make freaking this. I make that. I, I am the, the greatest that there ever lived. That guy was I'm just, sorry, but he was like, one of the most overrated rappers. With yeah. his music. Yeah. Okay? And he, basically he said that Tupac was one of the most overrated rappers of all time. Did that not piss me off? I was so angry. I was like, are you well, serious? That is so interesting. This fool because, said this? Yeah. Because the fact that someone like, that's a great honor for someone to compare you to Tupac yeah. with that. And then for you to like, brush it off, be like, I'm not, I don't I want to be compared to him. Yeah, and that's and that's like, look, okay, man, I get it. There's people that don't like him. That's fine. Yeah. That's people that don't like Tupac's music. I totally get it. Yeah. I totally do. But to try to discredit this man and say that he's overrated and he's not one of the greatest of all time is really honestly just... You telling me the man who made Brenda's Got a Baby yeah. is nothing? And you know what's funny? Is, <laughs> is that is is in that article, they even referenced that song. They're like, they, they were basically standing up for Tupac. They're yeah. like, my man, like... Have you heard Brenda's got a baby? Yeah. And they put it on there that you know in the in the Brenda's got a yeah. baby changed a lot yeah. of things. Okay, yeah. the way this guy would rap, <laughs> the way he would say he would relay his message was a roller coaster of emotions. I say this many times, but here's the thing: this guy was 25 years old, and the fact that he and ha- he made like, that much yes. that that big of an impact in on the world. Like I'm 24 that short right of a now. time. Yeah. Yes. And that much to the point that everybody still to this day, how many years later, 30 something years later, is still talking about Well, I'm sorry, Tupac. but there's a class talking about his poetry yeah. and kind of you know, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Overrated my ass, bro. So you need to slap yourself back into reality because that right there is the last straw. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I'm done. I'm done. Oof. I'm done. I'm, I'll, still, here. I'll still listen to some Kanye, but I will yeah. never Y'all stand up for this dude. Whatever, Y'all man. You do it. you, bro. I'm done. Dang. I'm done with you, Kanye. This is probably the most <laughs> cursing you're going to get out of us in an episode because it's that intense and in how much we care. Right? I was so pissed, man. <laughs> Seriously. But, you know, we're speaking on music. So I got to talk about a uh, we were talking about books. Yeah. Uh, uh, our first episode, we wanted to talk about uh, new books that we have been uh, we have been reading. Uh, right now, I'm in the middle of, of one of the books that you gave me. Actually, two books. Mm-hmm. But I, we'll get into that later. But I do want to talk about one book that you guys gave me for Christmas. And it was the Beastie Boys um, uh, book. That thing is thick. It's like a textbook thing. 
thick. It's a thick book, but it's so good that it took me a week to read it. I read it in a week because it was that intriguing, that good. A lot of things I already knew about them, but it was really cool to see the breakdown of their life and what they were doing and how, you know, how certain songs were written or where they were written or the connections they had with other artists it was just amazing i mean they would play basketball and they would be you know skateboarding and stuff in their studio in california uh with tribe call quest mm-hmm. just chilling with 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 q-tip and with all these different pl- Did people you ever watched a documentary on apple yes i loved it yeah it was so it was good really good now see the documentary basically you look at that documentary and that is a snapshot of the book. The book right there. Because the book expands on it so much mm-hmm. to the point that it's such a beautiful uh, 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 you know, story to read. But I'm going to go ahead and go a step further because mm-hmm. we always like to talk about new music, right? Yeah. I mean, this is not necessarily new music, but I strongly recommend to read the Beastie Boys book, right? But when you read it, pull up Beastie Boys, the in, in, uh, uh, the in sounds from way out. It's just a full instrumental album uh, that was composed, performed, and written by the uh, by the Beastie Boys. Because wow. I don't know if you knew this, but most people don't know that. But the Beastie Boys started off as a punk band, mm-hmm. and then they were just they were really actual musicians that play instruments and everything. Yeah. They would go perform, and they would be performing this album, uh, "Sounds from the Way Out." So get that album. Put it on play, even if you just want to vibe out to whatever you're doing. Isn't that interesting? Like with a lot of these, like, you know, musicians and stuff, like where they started out with to versus where they ended up doing. Because with them, they were this punk band. But just like Lizzo, like she was trying to um, be Be a flutist. Like, yeah, yeah, be a flutist and then a rapper. And she was like, oh, this is not it. Leon Bridges, the same thing. He started out rapping and he dropped a couple albums and then now he's doing so. Like, it's just so interesting to see that past way of kind of what they created and what they ended of finding that they love doing oh, yeah. and especially with the beastie boys they are an iconic staple to the hip-hop history because these are three white boys yeah three white boys spitting like that yeah they like. were so dope and um this is why to me why the connection makes so much sense and mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful way to uh expand your your ima- imagination yeah while you're reading a book because that's what i love about reading books is that our imagination just runs wild mm-hmm. right but what's beautiful about this is that the beastie boys wrote this music and composed the in the sounds from way out mm-hmm. so it's th- it's from their soul right and then you're reading stories yeah. from their soul from their mind and the the combination of the two honestly it's almost like you're on a different whole vibe yeah so do me a favor get yourself that book even if it takes you a while to read it, yeah. But trust me, if you're as you get as intrigued as I am, you will read it within a week mm-hmm. and put that that album on, and you're just gonna vibe, man, while you're reading this oh, amazing yeah. book. Mm-hmm. There's two songs that I recommend you listening to this week. One song because you know it's winter season. Some people are kind of in depression a little bit, right? Because when it hits the gloomy, you don't want to do nothing, then you get a little sad. I want you to listen to "Special" by Lizzo. That's oh, a very man. good song. I listen to that. I've been listening to it a lot more because I like Lizzo's music. I always like I I I listen to her music, but I always find songs that I'm like, where the heck did that song come from? Like, but with "Special," it is a very good motivated like motivated song telling you that you are special in any kind of way, and you have to tell yourself that you're special. Now, another one that I started. Please say "Procrastination" by J Cole. Huh? Have you said it yet? I, I was gonna say <laughs> that was my list too as well. I'm moving down the list. Okay, you gotta give me a second. Of course, "Procrastination" um, by J Cole is another. Give me the one. story on that one. You know the story on that one? I actually don't know the story on that one. So the one. story on that one is. Uh, um, he went through these beats of just you know uh, unknown 
um, producers, mm-hmm. and he found this beat he really liked, it, and he decided to write to this beat. Mm-hmm. And so now, now that he wrote on this beat and he came out of this with a single after a while of not making music, yeah. this this young man who could produce this beat is now going to be freaking blown up. Yeah, that's so cool. Not right, and I think so it's so dope. cool because I think J Cole like he really gives back in any way yeah. he can when he makes his music, and that's what's that's what I've always loved about him um, is that he just you know he doesn't do it just because he wants the money. Like clearly, this guy hasn't dropped an album for quite some time now. He's chilling, playing basketball, raising kids and stuff. And so for him to throw out a song, then he goes, "Okay, bye bye. Like I'll see you when I see you. Like mm-hmm. it is what it is." But this next one, um, it's a very under underrated group, and they are now they are coming up here pretty quickly. And I think that if you want to be one of those people, like I've been listening to them before they got famous, this is a group to listen to. So they're called Calabasas, and they're actually um, under the Def uh, Def Jam Records. Oh, okay. And so they. I- I haven't heard of these. There's either. these two groovy guys, like straight up groovy pop music. Um, it's nice because it is a little poppy, so you still kind of get you know the newer generation, but they do have some grooviness to it that you just kind of like want to vibe to. And one song is called First Time Thing. That one, you got to do that. Put that song on, jam out, and you can ready for the day. First mm-hmm. Time Thing. First right. Time Thing right put there. put that on my list. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised with you that you haven't mentioned Anise dropped a brand new single. Uh, didn't we do that in the last episode? Did we do that? I believe we did, but I'll do it again. Okay, do I'll it do one it more time. Uh, free me by Anise <laughs> right there. Okay, Now, this song right here, I like it. It's a very good song, and it's funny because when he came when he came out with it, I was posting it on my Instagram story because I was like, mm, I like it, I like it. I must have posted it too much that some of my friends got worried about me because they're like, is everything okay? Like, are you okay? And I was like, I just like the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, with this song, like... Obviously, you know, the purpose is you're releasing yourself from someone toxic. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a relationship. And I think that's when my friends got worried. Yeah, just just people in (laughs) general. Yeah, it's just people in general. It could be, you know, maybe you have a crappy family. Maybe you have a crappy boss or whatever it is. Like this song is just you being you and not letting that get to you anymore. Um, And it's nice to be at peace with yourself. And just, you know, that's just not something you want in your life anymore. Oh, yeah. And that's Anise, Mm -hmm. A-N-E-E-S. I'm telling you, as soon as that man's and he's near me I'm gonna go oh, yeah. I'm gonna pay all the money because it was so like really heartfelt to see him the other day because I follow him a lot on Instagram and he posted a story just talk he was like very emotional because he he was just so he's still such an, an awe the fact that so many people actually love his music like he thought he was gonna be a, a TikTok one hit wonder and that was about it but he's like the fact that people know my music and he's also Mexican I honestly, what? I didn't, I know, didn't that. know he was Mexican. I thought he was Middle Eastern. I thought so too. Uh, what? But he's like he, one time. Okay. He, yeah. Okay, respect, my boy. Respect. respect. <laughs> because he's like he had a question. He goes, "I want all my Latino friends to tell me like how you found me because I'm what? I'm like from Mexico." And then he starts speaking Spanish, and I'm like, "No way!" Not mind blown. I, I know. We've been listening to this guy for a while yeah, now. For a what? second, for like, a year yeah. Now, right? For year a half. second now. So I'm telling you, if you guys have not followed him on Instagram, please do it because for one, I love his stories because he's he has his whole group of friends that all sing together. So they'll be jamming out to oh, songs, all right. and so definitely he's the kind of guy you want to listen to this year because it's all about you know being at peace with yourself and moving forward. He kind of looks like reminds me of the guy from Hollow Notes, the one with the curly yeah. hair and the I'm mustache. Talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, you talking about? But yeah, free me by knees. What a good song to listen to. All right, there you go, man. Set you off uh, your week off right with some good music, some mm-hmm. good uh, good reads, and just uh, you know some shows to binge. Have a good time, and uh, you know enjoy your week because we'll be back. Yeah, we'll a, be back. Yeah, we'll be back with another episode. Make sure you reference our old. Episodes. We got so many good ones. Make sure you check out Min, uh, Sipping with Midnight 30. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites, too, right there. And also Sipping with Legends. Yes. Sipping with Legends, another good one. If you love 
to uh, to listen to our guests when they sing and they get down mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Those are two of my favorite singing oh, episodes. Yeah. Well, oh. listen, yeah, listen to last week's episode too. I yes. think it was a very good. If you need, yes. you definitely need something motivating. That was a motivated episode. That we oh had. yeah, sipping with Miley Cyrus. We have special guest Tony G in the building, and let me tell you, this young man, uh, for as, as little as he's been on this earth, this guy really has his mind right. Mm-hmm. You know, and through the trials and tribulations and the things that he went through to the point that where he is right now, definitely worth a listen mm-hmm. uh, to this young man. All right, and that's called sipping with Miley Cyrus. Our last episode that came out, man. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you follow us, Joey Bravo two zero eight or Leah Marie two zero eight or sipping tea with Joey and Marie. We out. Have a good week. Peace.